Welcome back. This is Nina. This is Molly. And we have a special guest with us today. Our friend Alex Lay is here and she is going to join us for this episode. Yay! Welcome, Alex. Thank you. (laughs) So we are actually really nervous slash excited to talk about this episode in general because I think it's something that interests all of us, but in different ways. And it's also a very touchy subject so involving touchy subject it is it is her favorite touchy <laughs> subject it's it's revolving around growing up in the bible belt but then choosing to make your own decisions and how difficult that is when you are under pressure of a southern society so a little backstory I grew up in the church. I um, went to church a lot as a child with my sisters and my mom and my dad. And as a family, I was in youth group. I was, you know, did church plays. I was always at vacation Bible school, all the things. But as I got older, I kind of started to feel more science based and logical um, which is just like my normal way of thinking. And that kind of transitioned into not, feeling like a lot of things made sense um and that kind of is when i broke off molly i didn't grow up in any kind of church or anything um i my dad briefly attended a unitarian church for maybe a year or so after after um him and my mom split up it was a it was a phase it was the church phase um (laughs) I feel like you know what I'm talking about. I love it. I'm here for that. Yeah. You know, like the gay face? Yeah, kind of like that, but like more short term. Um, but yeah, so I I was not in any kind of way raised to believe in God or not believe in God. I It just wasn't a topic in our household. Like it just wasn't a thing. Which I actually think is kind of cool because you got to make those decisions as you grew up. Yeah. You got to do your own research, your own like deductive reasoning and like make those decisions. Like, and I feel like me and Alex didn't get that luxury because it was like from day one, like in yeah. our heads. Like, But at the same time, pounded. it's hard because I didn't grow up in the church, yeah. even though I live in the South. I'm and sure judgmental. People mm-hmm. expect me to have grown up in the church and they're like wait what do you mean like you... <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm like sorry it's just not not my jam you're like I not guess. everyone in the south sorry is a baptist no <laughs> it's huge assumptions sorry about the stereotype <laughs> sorry to bust your bubble <laughs> no, I, no and alex yeah i so i definitely grew up in the church um our church was basically like not it was called non-denominational but it was very like southern baptist leaning yeah i think they really liked the umbrella term of like i was about to say i I even thought it was surprising when they start like when they first came out and saying it was a non-denominational i was like hmm 
Yes. It's a pretty big church to me. Yes. I think, well, it, it gives room for people to say, like, oh, well, there are rules, but, like, it's not exact. It's, it was so complicated. Um, But my, my whole family, I mean, a lot of us were from the South. Like, there's a lot of Southern heritage there, and a lot of them were very Christian. A lot of my family members are very, very strong believers. So that was always something that was really very much like instilled in me growing up. And I just was raised in that. And then so much to the point that like, I thought learning more things on my own, um, it was like a bubble had been popped <laughs> when I went from uh, high school to college, because it was like I had grown up in this culture. And then moving to a bigger city, I was like, oh, not, not everyone believes the exact same thing I do. And then it was kind of like, wow, there's kind of what you were saying a second ago. There was there was a lot more like freedom and the choice of following whatever I wanted to figure out. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like one thing for me that I feel like helped too is, I mean, y'all both know Allie. She's my sister's very strong opinionated strong willed and she you know she kind of was the first one to be like i'm not i'm not doing this church stuff anymore i'm not doing it i don't believe in it i don't want to go my dad was very respectful of that because if sunday mornings turned into not get up come on we're going to church like get dressed get dressed like rushing us it was more of a wake up like hey do you want to go to church with me like i'm going do you want to go you know and it was like such a fun shift because it gave me that option and there were some days where, you know, maybe I went because I was already awake and why not, you know, and I'd see some friends or maybe I went because I didn't want dad to go, have to go alone, you know, but okay, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was very I mean, naive. Let's be real. Band camp was nothing. No, um, <laughs> I don't know. Band camp was quite the experience. We were like feral animals running around a school that had no people in it it was terrible they should not have given us that freedom to go anywhere in the school <laughs> it was kind of wild <laughs> it was feral um so we have some questions that we want to like start getting into we're not gonna like list them too fast because we want to make them more conversational so i don't think it's necessary i think that it's something that over time it's become like a massive part um <laughs> Which makes me wonder, like, <laughs> is it necessary? Like, could we take that away and still have a functional society? There's so many people yeah. that are so just like, by the book, pun intended, that that's their whole personality. Yeah. Like, that's their There's whole nothing life. Else. Like, yeah. they have nothing else. So, take that away from them. They don't know who they are outside of that. Yeah. Like half of the country would just be like running around Who like, am I? what do i do yeah like, and i'm like hey you're new here welcome like <laughs> it would true. be an identity crisis this, yeah yeah and, like i mean i'm just sitting here thinking about people that i know that are super like so do you think it's necessary for society in a way yeah because like i don't think it is because it's in already an, been a thing that's like, what i'm saying like, yeah it, it's like predetermined in a new, yeah. new society maybe yeah oh 100 um, but n n no in the current society you can't um, 
But I think people also... We can't even keep yeah. schools safe by taking guns away. We definitely <laughs> can't take religion away. And I feel like a lot of people will cling to that because they don't know what else to lean on because it's kind of like, okay, well, if I don't believe in a higher power, what is then there? what do I do with myself? What do I do with my time? And what do I believe in? Yeah, like, what do I believe in? Which brings up the question, what is faith? right what is the faith in i've just never understood like having faith like and and that's crazy because like as a child and i'm sure you were the same way i did because i was told to you know i was told to just give it to god and he'll take care of it and then i just started i was just I, the pieces didn't line up and i was like what am i having faith in I don't know him like I don't and I don't know if that's just me being too logical or if that's like I, I never could grasp the concept of faith in something you've never seen or you just have to have faith or... <laughs> but hey, don't get that. So like, I, I can't I get think, it I think there's like this big correlation between faith and hope and I think people get it confused because like interesting I think faith a lot of a lot of the time people will use faith as a term for religion specifically but i think faith a lot of the time can be like okay have faith in yourself and like ha just having a hope for yourself and believing in yourself like i think those are both like super different but i think i think a lot of the time within the church at least the from my experience like personally the christian yeah. church i think faith is used as a tool to just say oh, you have a, like, you have a question that is going unanswered. Okay, just have faith. Like, to be honest, <laughs> like... I haven't even thought about faith ever being used in a non, I don't know if I've ever actually used it in a non- I think I have. Christian way. But when you said have right. faith in yourself, I started thinking, and I was like, I may have said that at some point, but like, it is. But it's such it's a charged a term. It's a true thing, you know, like having faith in yourself is, is believing that you are capable is believing but once again you're a real person you're yes. tangible yes you're having faith in something that's tangible like i have faith you'll get the job yeah you and the job are both tangible items there's an there's a possibility mm -hmm. that's when i'm the disconnect happens when you're like have faith and i'm like in, in who well, in what? Yeah, because I think it's what? it's used as a weapon a lot of the time. I think that a lot of people will be like, "Oh, well, you don't understand like what the plan is." Okay, have faith, and it's used it's in that context. They don't know yeah. the answer either. Yes, <laughs> they're like, "I don't know what to tell you, so have faith." Yes, like, mm -hmm. and I've had people trust the process. It's yeah, the trust the process of the biblical. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally so but true. But it's also like it's totally deflective now that now that I think about it. Just have faith or just pray on it. You know? So many people have said that on me or to me, you know, if I'm going through my hard times or like after Alan passed, you know, you you and the babies are gonna be okay. Just pray on it. And I'm like well, okay. Like well, well I'm I, like you're talking like I lost someone, like I I, I'm not going to have faith that he's coming back because that's, I know how science works. Um, and I'm not like, what am I believing in? You know, like, but in your terms, 
it may have meant more have faith that you can do it you can pull through for the girls you know like there are ways i just don't like the way it's the terminology is well it's it's pushed in a way that's saying like have faith in god that he's gonna like carry you through but to be honest you let go let god one more time yeah and it's like but it's like the thing is like i'm like yeah try that with your wheel and see how that works out for you yeah it's really loud in my ear not you are (laughs) but that's the thing is like have faith in god but it's like he's He's not going to sit down and do a therapy session with you. I don't know you. him. Yeah. Like, that's always that's what the I struggle. Say. I'm like, who? I, I mean, I understand the concept of God, but who, who, what am I? I need something tangible that I can have faith in. And I think some people like that gives them comfort. But Which on I a can re- understand. Maybe. But on, on a realistic, if you're someone who's a little bit more realistic, a little bit more like fact-based, I mean, it's, it's a lot harder it's a lot harder to be like, I'm going to have faith in God when you're, you can't talk. I mean, he's not talking back. So it is very difficult. There's a lot of people out there that would disagree with that. <laughs> I know. I was just about to yes. say that. I was about to say, do you know how many people have, have claimed mm-hmm. that he has? Which it's. Which they should probably get that checked out. Like, That's what should, I'm saying. They should probably like consult yeah. somebody about that. Like For real. For real. You, you might have schizophrenia. Have you told your therapist that God's talking back to you? Literally. I thought we weren't supposed to talk back. Well, that's the thing. And in the in the Bible, I think there's like, there's only like one, or, even in the Bible, I think there's only like one or two instances of God actually responding. And so the fact that's, that just people now are like he speaks to i mean i don't know like i guess there it may takes be... five to seven business days to get a response just you have to have faith trust the process five to seven business days can i get that in an email i think he lost my address then the signature his email signature is just god sir my last name is different now it's a struggle there are no there are no real answers do you think it's possible for society to sustain itself and have moral order without a religious foundation? That's going to be a yes again for me. <laughs> uh, I personally have met a lot of religious people who do not seem to have morals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. And vice versa. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. Them, yeah. Like some of the most wholesome people I know that have the best moral compass mm-hmm. aren't religious well and, and that's, isn't that wild like well it's like it's the repentance thing because with i mean and i and i'm not speaking for like all religions but with christianity at least you're supposed to be able to go to god and say like i sinned i messed up and then he's like okay i forgive you but the problem is that there are a lot of people who are like Christians who will go, oh, I messed up. And then they'll do the exact same thing again. And it just happens over and over and over again. Because he forgives yeah. you. Yeah, because he forgives they you. They think that it's they the can keep doing it. It's the same process as not yeah. punishing your children. It's the same process yeah. as that. You're like, well, yeah. It's a cop-out. I forgive you. Just don't do it again. They're going to do it again. Yeah. And, that, and I heard someone say one time, like, 
but just God is all forgiving. Well, that, and it's like, it's terrifying to think that if you ask someone like, oh, why don't you go murder people? Like, or why don't you do terrible things? And they're like, it's because I have God in my life. It's like, okay, so if you weren't religious, you're saying that you would just go murder people? Like, it's... <laughs> what, what's, what's their reasoning for all these, like, religious cults that, like, off themselves together? Like, the Kool-Aid people. like, a thousand Weren't they a religious cults? That too. Well, that's the that's the mental gymnastics part where it's like, oh, but they're different. They're crazier than yeah, yeah. They're they're different than my group. They took it too far. Yeah, you know, it's, it's always like, well, that's just a specific group of Christians. It's a dis- they were misled. Yeah, and it's a disassociation. So disassociation, mental gymnastics, the cognitive dissonance. That's something when I first heard those two words put together like cognitive dissonance of you can think of okay love other people and like all these other things that religion is supposed to do but then you're turning around and doing that exact same thing and then or i'm sorry doing the opposite thing yes and then but then also like witnessing that in other churches that are supposed to be relatively similar to yours and then going oh but no they're crazier than we are right it's it's really it's a lot. <laughs> so I'd be like raising my hand. I got a question. I, I got some questions. I have a question, sir. <laughs> I have multiple questions. Well, it's just like, especially for a lot of individuals our age, I feel like they use it as a fallback. You yeah. know, like Yep. Oh, you know, I've been so lucky that I had God in my life because it's helped me through all these drug problems and all these rehab situations. It's and kept all. me alive uh, countless times. Yeah. Like, no, no, you should probably not be do- I-, I thought you shouldn't be doing those things. And then, you know, like, and it's like so many people that use it as a fallback, like, as like, as if it saved their life, but they're still, they're still using, they're still doing it. It's not only that, like, some of the most religious people I know are also the biggest hypocrites that I know. And narcissists. And, like, manipulators. And let me say, And that's not for all of them, obviously. Yeah. That was something I was talking to my friend about recently that was, like, (laughs) he remembers the Bible better than I do a lot of the time. Because I was also in Bible Bowl. And he was in it, but he actually, he remembered a lot of the stuff from it. (laughs) And... He told me, he was like, well, you know, because I said something like that with the hypocrite thing. And he said, well, you know, Jesus is supposed to, like in the Bible, it says he hates fig trees that don't, that don't bear fruit. And I was like, well, that's an interesting metaphor. (laughs) And then that's, that was one thing. But then the other thing was like, he hates hypocrites. And I was like, that would be so interesting for a lot of Christians to try and sit down and process, like if they actually went through it and sort of process like how they actually act. They wouldn't yeah. see it though. No, they they wouldn't. They would find a way to make it Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. They, to fit their yeah. narrative. And I think that that's what a lot of people do with the Bible is they just take what they want from it and mm-hmm. use it to fit their narrative and then everything else they're just like meh. Yep. Which leads into has humanity outgrown faith-based institutions? I think to a degree. It hasn't yet. It hasn't yet, but I do think there is process or progress being made because I think our 
generation and the generations following are not so much church-based. And that doesn't mean they're not spiritual and that doesn't mean they don't believe in God. But I don't see as many young people going to church in a physical sense to worship God. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more of a thing that they do on their own and it they do it in their own way and what feels comfortable. And I do think we're starting to get out of that kind of faith-based institution concept, but we're not there yet. We're nowhere close. As somebody who's lived on both coasts too. So it's like when I lived in Portland for almost four years, not once did I hear any of my family or friends say, gotta go to church. Never, they, I didn't know anybody who went to church when I was living. Yeah. I didn't know anybody who went, it, like, it was such a, a culture difference. Yeah, it, re- it really <laughs> was like, it was almost like you need like a passport to go there. Cause it's such a culture shock. Like, wow. It's, but what's it's that's crazy. Like, yeah. in the South. Like, but it's, what's wow. funny is that they don't, ne- that doesn't necessarily mean they don't believe in God or they're not a Christian. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's I mean, they don't feel the need to have to be in the building. And that's something I've always, I've always preached. Like, why do you have to be there? There. Okay. So like, I have so many thoughts on this. So too. many people have like, thrown it in my face too. Yeah. And like, oh well, I don't see you sitting in church. And I'm like, oh well, why I would you if there's judgment there? there? Why would you go to yeah. there to figure out what I believe? Even if even in the days that I still, you know, was very strong in my faith and believed in it, I didn't feel like I had to be there in the church for that to be the case. So I'm actually, I'm so excited to share this with you guys. So like there, have you guys ever watched Good, uh, Good Mythical Morning on YouTube? Yeah, of course. That's so, favorite show. We have the coffee cups. Yes. So Rhett and Link. And the cookbook. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I bring that up because um, I think it's, so Rhett talked about on the podcast. Um, he, I play, I play this clip for everyone who I talk to about this kind of stuff, I feel like he discussed how growing up like a lot of us were taught that jesus is supposed to mean love and caring about other people and just honestly like treating other people the The way way that you want to be treated treated. the golden rule that was the that was the thing that we were supposed to be taught and so like growing up that felt like what we were like that they were trying to teach us and that that was the biggest reason that I was in like power of prayer and all those different groups because I was like, okay, I want to love other people. Well, as I got older, and just like in this clip that Rhett talked about, it's like that's not being demonstrated in the church anymore. No, that love I mean, is it really isn't. Love is conditional, and pun intended. But it's like God forbid you do something that's outside of what is acceptable. I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous, but and then you're judged instantly. You're shamed. You're judged. It's, you're pulled aside yeah. and talked to. I mean, it's it's endless. And when you bring up the issues with people that you might have like gone to church with in the past, or people that are still in the church, they very much are like, "Oh, well, it's different than when you were there," or like. They, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of excuses and it's just like, I've I've been told so many times, well, have you tried, have you tried Mm -hmm. going to church? And I want to be like, I spent my whole childhood at the church. What do you mean? Have I tried? My faith wasn't shallow. 
No. And like, I, I believe just think like, <laughs> They dismiss well, it. you must not have tried the right shirt. You must not have found the right one. Yep. No. It's, it's... like when men try and tell lesbians, mm-hmm. like, oh you just haven't tried a man. You haven't been with the right man yet. Right. Like, it's that, that is that, so true. It's like that oh same, like, same thing. That's, yes. like, that's what I'm hearing. Ow. It's the same vibe. <laughs> Dab myself then. Um, it's the same vibe. Yeah. It's it's giving. Yeah. It's giving judgment. <laughs> Bible. Bible. Oh, my God. Okay. The next question is, does religion cause more conflict than it solves? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a fact that hasn't religion started just about every war? So many wars. I mean. There was like, you know, like the ones about the taxes and the tea and the slaves and stuff like that. But like pretty much any other one. Yeah. I mean, all you need to know is like the Crusades. <laughs> like... Prime example. I mean, murder, so much has been... I mean, yeah. I just, I, I don't see where it solves it. Bloodshed for Christ. Yeah, but, I mean, it. this goes back to the other touchy subject that's very prevalent right now with school shootings. I don't want your thoughts and prayers. We don't want your thoughts, we don't want your thoughts and prayers. We want policy and it's change. It's not changing anything, so... Does religion solve anything other than bringing people together? Mm-hmm. In I was gonna... very clicky it, ways. It gives Mean Girl. Like churches <laughs> give me Mean Girl vibes. Yeah, like they do. Those are the band geeks over there that sit, <laughs> and then those are the athletes, the jerk jocks. Yeah, well, it's funny because it's like it provides a lot of community. Which, when you're in it, yeah. It's like, when you're in it, it feels like this really loving community. And you have all these friends that are built in. And you have all these activities built Which in. Which I think was what my favorite part was. Until you leave. Until you leave. I, and I'll say, yeah. I will say my church has been really good about that. Like, the church that I went to, like, I, I, most of the people there totally respect my decisions and my reasoning for, you know, just for not having that same faith that I started with, but it, they also are a very, a lot more liberal church. Like they're, they're very, you know, they're still accepting. They still were very nice to me after Alan passed. It was very, you know, I still feel like I kind of have that community sense for s- some, you know, like some of them will still talk to me. Some of them I haven't heard sen- from since I left the church, but, um, I do miss that community sense. And like, I I used to love going to youth group and going on like church retreats and, and stuff like that, because it was people all your age. And and it's not like we sat around literally talking about just Jesus. Like it was, it was fun conversation. It was fun, you know, you know, community in general, just, and I think I got blinded by how much fun and how much, good like fun things we and good things that I felt like we were doing for our community for other communities on you know mission trips all these things like that I didn't take the time to think of what the hell I was reading and how it made no sense you know I think it's like it's the problem of does the good outweigh the bad yeah but it's so hard to see when you're in it when you're I mean it's like when you're indoctrinated in it 
and you've grown up in it, you can't really see that because you're, you're going for those aspects of, well, all your friends are there and you're doing all these fun activities. Like we had lock-ins where you would stay mm-hmm. overnight and like play all these games and it was really fun. Um, and not only that, once again, going back to being in the South, all your friends had church. All yeah. your friends did church yeah. on Wednesdays. All your friends, like, exactly. even if it wasn't at your church, you yeah. know, that's what they were all doing that night. It was the you fun know? thing. It was, like, it was like, oh, everybody, everybody goes to church. Everybody talks about their church youth group. Everybody has their own little, I mean, I remember my friends coming to my youth group and I would go to theirs yeah. and I'd go to their church, you know. And it's like two things with that. Like it's one, kind of a, like a trend. Well, yeah, and that's and for one thing, it does. It feels like everyone's in it when you're in it. I think there. It's just like there's there's a book about called like the social media bubble, and it's basically where with social media you because of the algorithm and everything you're built into seeing views that are the same as your own. Right. And so like when you're in church, and in that kind of community you're only seeing people who also think the same thing and so it's, it causes like a this echo effect uh like i don't remember what it's called like the chamber echo i don't know but um so you believe like everyone's everyone's in church everyone believes in god and it's just this like happy exciting feeling um but <laughs> once you're out of it it's like i remember coming back uh after college to the community that i grew up in and being like, okay, where do I make friends now if I don't go to church? And I, I tried to join some groups. I tried to join a group that it was supposed to be about volunteering. It didn't end up being that way. But like, there aren't a lot of groups that are out there where you can just go have fun with people your age outside of religious organizations. And that's really tough. <laughs> like, It's true. I mean, it's like either the bar or some kind of like... yeah religious group or book group or you know well there is there is a positive thing that like i think there are more and more of us that are like our age that are going through religious deconstruction and are kind of on the same page even if like even if you still believe in god and you're like okay well i don't believe but i don't want to go to church like there's still i think there are a lot of us that are kind of on the same page and there are more and more groups that are forming that are like hey we like to play dungeons and dragons like let's hang out or um like just i think it's because of the internet and social media honestly that there are more people like our age that are finding things in common and then and there are apps for that too where you can just join up because you like hiking or you like cats so it is helpful it's It's like funny (laughs) leaving it not only to like church or the bar yeah and it does raise the question though um about how come religion is pushed in school on impressionable young kids but god forbid they see the same sex couple kiss and that means they may turn gay um i have something to say about that just because my daughter is in a religious like i mean a church preschool which we love i love the preschool that she is at um however coming from a parent this is like a psa coming from a parent that has children that have lost a parent it is completely 
unacceptable and unrealistic to tell them that Jesus rose from the dead. My daughter now thinks she's not like her daddy was not important enough because he didn't get to rise from the dead. Like that concept we've got to, I don't know. The Bible is not Bible. People have to understand that. I know that's going to be confusing, confusing for people that aren't Kardashian fans, but like Bible is not Bible. Like it's, it's not, it's been translated so many times. It's been reinterpreted so many times. It's been, there's what, 14 different versions out currently. Like we can't let the Bible be Bible. No, I'm the same way on that one. I don't think. Mm. Well, and it's, it's confusing, like what you're supposed to be teaching as well, because there's so many different versions of Christianity. I mean, there really are like, well, even the questions like I was said that Charlie yeah. was asking, she was like, well, he, was he ever really dead? And I'm like, right. I, don't <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. I mean, I hadn't thought of it that way. And then she's like, I mean, cause you don't just come back from being dead and I'm like no you don't baby like obviously if that were possible we would have done that with daddy um but it also gives to the next question which is what do you think about someone sitting down and rewriting the bible for more modern times I I don't know how I feel about that to be honest like I think that I mean, for one thing, the main, (laughs) the main thing for me is like, I think it was the fifties or the sixties. They changed the word pedophile to be about being homosexual. And I was like, oh no, like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Like, so my eyes can't roll. Like, (laughs) it's just, it's so ridiculous. I mean, you, you said it a minute ago. It's like it's been translated over and over and over. There's a That's freaking there's a there's like, a talking donkey in it at one point, and like it's like from Shrek. <laughs> basically like like that's what i'm envisioning literally like well that's that's the point is like but that's exactly my is he a flying talking donkey or is should be should be heck no my biggest complaint is that it's been translated and reinterpreted so many times times. no let's not do it again it's like playing a bad game of telephone exactly exactly what the bible is like because you know every time somebody has left out something that they disagree with or elaborated it it goes down to language too because I'm just gonna brag for a second but it's like I've studied English Spanish French German Swedish like I've Italian like I've and I've been working on Japanese recently every okay I'm not gonna shout but like every language has a different structure has different like they're complete yes completely different meanings one time about this lady oh my gosh about how it was originally written how jesus walked on water yes and it basically was saying he walked through the muddy puddles all the way to help these homeless people oh my god somehow that got translated into he walked on water can we just take a second also through muddy puddles can we just walk on water all the time then right exactly but, like, can we just take a moment and acknowledge the fact that, like, Jesus was supposed to be this huge hippie that, like, loved sex workers. Mm-hmm. And he only hung out with, like, basically the chill best people. Of the best. Yeah. Well, like, 
all all these church like air quotes like air bunnies or whatever but like church people all these church people which they called the philistines in the bible all these philistines were judging him the whole time and now it what is so funny to me is that church people now are like oh we're not philistines and it's like i'm sorry have you do you have any self-awareness like do you have any self-awareness no the lo the lo logicality is that even a word no the <laughs> <laughs> the is, logic or the cognitive dissonance it yeah is now the logic of the bible completely goes out the window as they keep reading it's mm -hmm. like everything they read that lost in out. translation that, that well it's not even that it's just like old testament new testament like so many people completely write off the old testament yeah have you noticed yeah. how many people yes. just completely write they're like off? oh because like they still, yeah they, i think it, it's got to be because they start to see the because we're not stoning women they anymore. They see the, like, I mean, kind of we are, but like, also. inappropriateness, and they're like, yeah. well, well, maybe we should just lean more just towards the New Testament. This is, this is probably going to ruffle a lot of people's feathers, but like, do they, do they know that Jesus wasn't white? I mean, they should, it, geographically speaking. I mean, I feel like, but once again, I think logic I goes so all out Because I get so confused looking at that white man. Like, oh. That's a whole, I could go on and on and can on. I imagine? could literally go on about that. Jesus was a brown man and he was not white the, with blue eyes. Can you imagine how the people in Israel feel? <laughs> right? <laughs> he was supposed to be out. Like, I like, cannot wait, imagine. Wait, what? He was from here? That man was not from here. That man is that, that, okay. He don't go here. Like. The the Christians now are like, oh, don't bring the Mexicans over the border, like all that stuff. And it's like, Jesus was brown. Like Jesus was a brown man. And also you're over here like was a huge fan of taking in refugees. That's don't get me started on <laughs> Yes. It's the hypocrisy oh, for me. Mm. It's yeah, it's also the hypocrisy. That's been like the word of the it's Anything. honestly though like bottom line like lost in translation <laughs> lost in translation completely do you think religion is just a pr primitive form of government i mean i think our government was built on religion that's it the was. problem we can't get out of it well that's i think that's why they're still yeah. able to that i mean there's n the whole separation of church and state is bullshit because they don't do it and they especially here well especially here but especially just in this country in general they say that we you know are free and have all these choices and then things have changed and come so far but then here we are and you know i'm over here 29 years old widowed and have two kids of my own through natural birth and I'm still being told that I'm too young and mentally unstable enough to have my tubes tied. Period. I should have. I should have got mine done before I moved back because in like Oregon what? I could have got it done for free. Like my what? Medicaid would have covered it. Well, and with the whole thing with why? South Carolina, I, where they're like, why can't I make that decision? Like, what? Why? Because it's it's all about controlling women, and it goes down to the thing of like one thing growing up was. I haven't even gotten into this part, but one thing growing up was that the amount of sexism that just oh, kind of, yeah. yeah, like, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like, still to this day, the church that I went to, they still have, like, all men as their leaders, as their elders, as their, like, 
I can't remember the word, but like all their leadership is men and most of them are old white men. Yeah. And that's some bullshit. I believe that. That is so garbage. And the other thing is like they still follow and this is garbage, but they still think that like men are the head of they say that they think that men are the head of the household and then that women are like subservient basically. What happens when the head of the household dies? <laughs> We got questions about can, that one. Can, can the church answer that for me? We'll be oh wait, we'll be waiting a reply. We take uh, emails to two number two undeadgirls four 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 at gmail If somebody could get an answer to us about that, that would be great. Because I, I need to like know what I should know. file my taxes as. I know I'm not head of household, so then uh, have I been lying? Did fraud- I lie on my t- fraudulent, fraudulent, fraudulent hashtag fraudulent, dude? Okay, Molly did it again. <laughs> but that's the thing it's like it it goes back to the thing with like government religion patriarchal society because it's all about the men being i mean honestly it's about the men being in charge and the women like serving them mm-hmm. with yeah, religion was it yeah. eve made from one of adam's the rib. ribs yeah and so she's supposed to like be the blueprint like you know stand behind like over here and just do the wifely things What's crazy too is that with churches, this, I will never understand this. I will never understand this. Women do so much of the work in churches. Yeah. I mean, the phrase little old church ladies, that exists because women do so much of the freaking work my, in a my church. church. runs on women. Yes. And the men, I'm not, I'm just not going to go down that path right now, but it just ties back to the whole religion and government thing. It's, it's wildly frustrating. So, and one thing that was interesting about wildly living on the West Coast too is Mason attended first grade in a public school there, and it is not pushed at all because it is so diverse that they can't because right. somebody is going to get pissed off because mm-hmm. there's so many different cultures, there's so many different religions, there's so many different beliefs non-beliefs yeah so it's not it's not really a thing that's that's pushed like if you are a religious person then your kid goes to like a christian school or a catholic school or whatever then comes down here and has to say under god in indivisible Indivisible. i like to say i almost forgot well that that also goes down to the empathy thing like an empathy thing too of like not an not understanding that other people are different from you until someone stands up and goes, Hey, by the way, like I'm not Christian. I don't want to pray before every meet. Yeah. Like I don't want to pray before I eat. I don't want to pray before this meeting that we're about to have. Like, do you know how many friends houses I sat down at as a kid growing up here and just started eating? And they looked at me like i was a heathen like i never it's like a i didn't get invited. yeah <laughs> i i sinned like, yeah it's like a like, sin i didn't get the memo though I like they, they just expect and... you to be from the south and know these things oh it's yeah. like a southern politeness thing too of like yeah. oh you have trespassed and you don't even know like <laughs> yeah i was just like right, my bad i'm just gonna awkwardly i'm just gonna try to be normal yeah <laughs> Like so many, so many houses and having to hold hands with like somebody's dad, like, oh yeah, I, yup, yup. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable. Several times. 
And what's funny is like, I appreciated my church too more, the church that I grew up in, as I was like in those like middle years and you start going to church, you, you spend the night on Saturday night with one of your friends and then you go to church, their church in the morning. And yep. then you're like, I remember the first time going to Pondale. <laughs> oh no. My church is so small and just like, just so like cute and quaint and just everybody knows everybody and everybody's just it's just so fun you're just talking and hanging out until and now i walk in pondo and i'm like uh is there gonna be a concert what like it is a concert what the hell it's still a concert is this like it was huge and i was like concerning wow what there's a there's a whole screen and there's a whole stage i'm like well, I, I literally i remember yeah. sitting in there and, and my friend at the time i was just like what what happens here and she was like church and i was like it's okay. giving showboating okay this is yeah not- no my, tr- my church <laughs> don't have a stage. i'm sorry yeah. my church didn't have a stage i didn't know and then i like saw a drum set yeah. out there and i was like guitars I, we don't have- <laughs> like electric so okay so like let me talk about yeah that's something (sighs) okay not that that's a negative well okay just like it really it show shocks you when you go to someone else's church like i mean even i don't want to say it because i feel like we're too close to it but even the church that's right down the road from us um i went there one time with a friend and i was i was shocked I remember coming home and being like, Dad, the the preacher yelled at me. And he was like, oh oh, that happened to me when he I was went like, to yeah. Southern Baptist Church with a friend like, one time. I was too, I've never been so scared. And I was so hungry because I was there for so long. It was the it worst was, day of my it life. It took so long. I was there for <laughs> so many hours. Oh, my God. I was there for so many well, hours. Minus Mason's dad dying. That was, okay, we'll call it second. The worst day of my life. <laughs> Think about it a little longer. I think it probably falls more I'm like dead. six that or seven. Hilarious. But oh no, don't die. Beats the purpose of two undead girls. But that's like that's the thing, is like there's so many okay, there's so many different cultures at every church, but I definitely have noticed right okay, so you mentioned you mentioned like back in the back in the day when we were younger, it seemed like a concert. I saw it semi recently. I saw it like I was in the sanctuary that's a long story how I got there but like I was in there and I was like this is literally meant for concerts and a few things on that like I tried out I'm I'm just gonna say I tried out Elevation Church when I was in college Mm -hmm. there was a guy I don't remember his name someone who's listening is probably like this is his name like screaming at the podcast but like he (laughs) Uh, I remember, like, I saw videos of him up on the screen, and I was like, what is even the point of this? Like, I could go home and, like, watch him on YouTube, and that would be the same effect, but... He wasn't there? He he wasn't physically there. He was... We were all watching him on a video on the screen. Well, that seems very brainwashing. Very culty. Very culty. And so... But the other thing, and along... So where was he? He was... So he was, like, in Charlotte. Um, we were in a different How part many of Charlotte. Churches was he preaching at at one a time? A lot. I oh, think it's like literally no. that like gives weird vibes. It's a ton. No, huge weird vibes. And okay, other thing with that, real quick, is just like the concert and just all of that and showboaty. So 
Christian music, like especially worship music, <clears throat> is literally created to like they're literally using different chords and different like tempos in the song to affect your emotions mm -hmm. so that when it's like the call to action of like oh come down and get saved like come to the front and get saved like they are literally i don't even setting I, the tone in your brain yeah sir i'm about to catch on fire it's very <laughs> it's extremely manipulative and it's like i i used to i used to be in that like i was one of the people i there was a week at church camp where i was the singer all week and like I truly believed I was like, we're here for God and like, we're here to like bring people closer to God. And like, I felt so strongly about it, but it's like, it's so manipulative. I mean, it's extremely manipulative and it's very showboaty. It's, it's a lot. Well, I mean, me and Molly both can speak from the amount of times just after Alan and Rolla both passing. I am extremely open and that's something I'm going to put in the you know description about this episode too like please come to us with feedback with with we are conversational when it comes to religion we are not i can't even say i'm convinced either way of anything right now so you know if you have some good insight or you have something you want to share go for it i am here to listen but when people try to push their religion on me to help me get through a time like my husband dying, that's when I have to draw the line and say no, because I could not, both me and Molly dealt with the, you know, this was all in God's plan, you know, just, just believe that there's going to be a silver lining, you know, something, everything, there's something good everything. will come. There's a reason for everything. Like, you know, at least he's in a better place now. At least he's with God now. All the things that like if you want to see me flying to a rage, those are like pretty much all the words. The first time the first time, <laughs> like, some, the first time somebody yeah. sent me a message and I think I went back and apologized because it was probably out of line for me to go off on them the way I did. But the first time after Alan passed, it had been a day. And somebody said something to me about, oh my I think God. it was two days for me. Somebody had said oh. something to me about at least, oh my don't worry, he's in God's hands and he's in a better place now. And I was like, there is no better place for my husband than here with his children and his wife and his mother and his sisters. Like, what do you mean? Like, don't come to me and say, at least he's in a better place. Now, at least he's with God. That Oh, that don't mean, I don't know him. We don't know him. We don't know him. Also, you can't, you can't call your husband on the phone if he's in heaven. No. So. What better, <laughs> what better country song about that? I'm like 99% sure there's a country song about that. And like, also, it's just like, how does that comfort my children at all? Yeah. He's in a better place. I mean. They're going to be like. Then what? They're going to be like, oh, so this isn't the better place? They're going to be confused. It's... Have you ever watched The Good Place? Yes. <laughs> That's one of my favorite shows. They're going to be confused. They're going to be I like, is this really the bad place? Or is this, the... I'm confused. Because you said my daddy's in the good place. I'm like, is this the bad place? Or am I just like in this? We're in, in the bad place. We're in this in-between purgatory. Um, It's called life. Called life. <laughs> it's called life. Well, that's like, yeah, it's, I think there's, you can be very open about stuff. But I think judgment is the last place that we need to be. And also like other people telling us how we need to feel and why we need to feel a certain way that's not okay or <laughs> like 
they believe that. So that is the only the only way. Yeah. That's that's yeah. how it's happening. That's yes. and they but don't think it's weird. They're not willing to hear you out. No, of course not. It's a closed and the door. ones like us closed door. that are completely willing to hear you out, we are so much more like less judgmental and more open and more willing to hear the other side. And we're the ones that are like the outcast. Yeah. Cause we don't go to, to the church building well, it's, and PTL yeah. church, it's a, short, short for praise the Lord. It's a lot easier to follow the crowd than to come to your own conclusions. Yeah. But then you find out later in life that so many people, me yeah. and you like alike yeah. that grew up in church, grew up doing all the same things. And now we're like, yeah, shit, we felt, but how, we felt but the how, same the whole time. Like, but how scary is it though? It like so if you scary. think back, if you think back, like how scary is it to imagine yourself as the other, mm -hmm. because that was the culture. It was very much like, it's, it's you it's now though too it is like i can't yeah. tell you how many times i was begged to have my children baptized yeah and i'm like i don't even go to the church anymore alan was like yeah, i don't know alan i was like i don't want to stand up there no like mm -hmm. he i mean we both neither of us wanted to do it and i just the pressure was insane and that's not loving that's not love Love is not forcing you to do things. Love is understanding other people and meeting them where they are. So like, <laughs> and letting them be, Yeah. like let other people believe what you yeah. don't have to like judge we, them. Instead of the let go, let God, can we like go back to the Beatles? Can we just let go? And, <laughs> or just go back to the Beatles and let it be. Yeah. Be. Like just let it be. One of those two things. Let it be. Let it go. Let, Let it, it go. go. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now we have a few more questions, but they're all kind of on the same topic. We're going to start with one that Molly's going to have to help us out with. <laughs> Sorry, we forgot from Bible school. Um, what do you find flawed about the Ten Commandments? And we have pulled up what the Ten Commandments are as a refresher for not only ourselves, but for others, for everybody listening as well. Uh, one, you shall have no other gods before me. Two, you shall not make for yourself an idol. Three, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Four, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Five, honor your father, fa honor your father and your mother. See, I couldn't even say it. That's how we know. I don't how I feel about that one. Mm -hmm. um, six, you shall not murder. Don't do that. We should keep that one. Seven, you shall not commit adultery. Interesting. Uh, lots of things I could say about that one. Um, eight, common in the you, church. Sh you shall not steal. Nine, you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. Ten, you shall not covet. <laughs> I know a lot of Christians that do all those. I do too. Where I mean, start? maybe minus the murder. Um, so the first I know flaw that too. we know of. the first flaw is um, with one because there are other religions that first commandment right there just shows that how isolating Christianity is okay but isn't two like contradictory to number one what is two do not make for yourself an idol well, that well, that would be saying that like God was don't your... make yourself an idol, right? But it's it's saying like don't, so it's like saying basically don't 
makes like don't worship other things more than you worship god but i guess it kind of goes along with the first one because it's basically saying like don't have any other gods so like if you loved i don't know like music more than you loved god like that's a sin so there's a lot i I don't know there's there's so much like there's so much in all of those uh i'm gonna go with i mean i'm 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 here for honor thy mother and father. Wait. Um, <laughs> Wait, reverse, reverse. Reverse, <laughs> reverse. Yes. Let me just say, because I was literally, I was literally, I'm sorry. I was literally about to say for number four and number five, I'm going to come back to number four. But number five is honor your father and mother. What about the people who have like really crappy fathers and mothers? Back. Like. Like you. Yeah, I'm because okay. That's why I said as no, like okay. How Here's about, the thing. How about, yeah, how about I'm not? But and it's like I feel like honoring, honoring people who are older than you and might have more potentially more wisdom. Like I get like, that. Honor your elders, maybe. But also, like there are plenty of adults who are like forty who are not mature at all. So like maybe like yeah. honor thy responsible adults in your life. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> That's more accurate. That would be a better. It sounds that like would this be better. was written for children. Honor though. the respectful like, adults in your life. Yeah. Well, I I I don't really have words for a lot of that, honestly. Um, number four, but I do want to say number four, the Sabbath day that's supposed to be Sunday, that doesn't apply to now. Just like we were talking about with like modern biblical, like taking the Bible and trying to translate it into modern day. There isn't really a Sabbath day. I know plenty of people who work, literally work on Sundays. And if you're a Christian, you're working on a Sunday, technically, that would be a sin. Yeah. You're breaking a commandment. You want me to get fired? <laughs> is that in Jesus's, is that in God's plan? To get fire fired in Jesus' name? <laughs> like, you're fired. I don't know. Call Drake. He might know. <laughs> God's plan. Um, yeah, there were a lot flawed there. There is, yeah. But going to take, going back to like you saying, taking it literally, can someone believe in God and acknowledge the theory of evolution? I think yes. And I texted my brother-in-law on this one because I knew he would have good insight because he's very scientific and also very religious. And his response was... The only real issue is if you believe the Bible is the literal, invaluable word of God Mm -hmm. accurately transcribed by humans. If you drop any of the three words, literal, infallible, and accurately, then there there is not a required conflict. I think that's a really good point because, I mean, of course, I guess going back to having faith, anybody can have faith. But, and I guess you can still acknowledge that science and facts are facts, but going back to what we were saying, people have to understand the Bible is not Bible. It's not, it's not what you think it is. Y'all not about to sit here and tell me that that woman did not have sex with somebody and they just, a baby baby. just appeared in her belly. Immaculate. Immaculate conception. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not a thing. Y'all got me tripping out here. Not a thing. I love the TikToks where Mary was not a virgin. (laughs) And also, like, do you realize that, like, 
Mary and Joseph, like they don't have names. Like that's it. We know we know nothing about their family. They just came out of nowhere. And isn't Jesus's real name like Jesus? <laughs> no, but like no, in real like the original. We actually had to look up what his real name was because yeah. his real name was not of, Jesus. Yeah, a lot of names. And because the reason we did that was <laughs> because heaven forbid you say Jesus effing Christ, which I say a lot. People will snap back at you and be like, "That's not his middle name." Even if you say, like, oh, oh so my sorry. God, people, I mean, here, if you say, oh my God, people are like, don't take the Lord's name in vain. It's like, girl. Oh, I did that like 50 yeah, times a day. Girl. So, <laughs> the origin of, like, Jesus's name in Hebrew was Yeshua, mm-hmm. which actually mm-hmm. translates to Joshua. Yeah. And somehow Joshua became a whole nother person in the Bible. And Jesus is who, like, where Lost this in translation, translation is. Lost in translation. Up. That's where I really would love to see like they the original stone Bible. Well, that's, yeah, that's the. I'd love to see that and maybe try yeah. to translate that like correctly. Okay, like so the the big thing so the book when I I was only briefly in Bible Bowl, I got a bad memory so I couldn't memorize every single line. But like oh, we yeah, studied for Eli for that for real for real. So <laughs> Eli knows everything. So my friend, um, so we, but I studied Genesis when I was in it. Genesis, basically it's like God created the world. Mm-hmm. God created the world in seven quotes, seven days. And that's the business thing is like, days. Same, seven businesses. Same, same time it takes him to respond. <laughs> yeah. You see the right, right. full circle. <laughs> full circle. So, but like, that's, uh, that's something I've like talked to people about before and the flood, like the whole thing with the flood where it's yeah. like. God casually murdered everybody and then, but like, save this one family and like some animals. It's like, is that literal? And <laughs> it's just, there is, there's a lot there, honestly. And there's I think, a lot that yeah. it's obvious that it's not literal. And that's what I can't yep. get past is that the people that are reading this cannot, you have to know. Well, it's, it's a salad bar. It's a buffet of it's, picking it, and choosing what you want to take from it. Mary had sex. Like, <laughs> come on, y'all. She it's that back 2023. Snapped, Can we admit that she, <laughs> Mary was a Twinkie. The whole thing was she just, she needed a cover up. Holy Twinkie. Holy Twinkie. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> she was the holy Twinkie. All right, and then the it's last the best advertisement for cream pies ever. Holy Twinkie! And you gotta have somebody say it like, oh, "Holy Twinkie!" Oh my god! I think we just come up with a new commercial. All right, and then I mean, this is a really good question because all of us have endured so much pain and suffering, and especially loss and grief. And how could such a loving God allow so much suffering? Also, how could such a loving God leave these murderers and rapists and pedophiles and everything under the planet on the planet while taking the perfect specimens like Rollo and Chad and Alan and just the unlimited people we've lost for no good reason? 
Once again, I, I understand it may take five to 10 business days to get that answer, but once again, that's the number two undead girls, four, five, four at gmail.com. I really, got an answer for us. <laughs> really have Hit questions. I just, I, it, it just, it talks so much about how he will protect you and how he will do so many things, but you, as you become an adult and you go through life experiences, mm -hmm. what did he protect me from? Or what did he protect children who are being sex trafficked from? Or what did he protect, the you know, Jews. that <laughs> this and the teenage Holocaust. girl who got raped over here? Yeah. Like, where, where, where was he protecting them? The Jews, I mean, the Jews were his people too. Well, and that's the thing is like Christians will oh, say like, point. we'll just have faith. Like, he just let the Holocaust like, happen? Those are your people. That's the, yeah. That's the thing is like okay if there if there is a god, why did the Holocaust happen? Like bottom line, like those are his own people, your son. And and that's and I think people like I think Yeshua Christians, Christians would be like oh there's a reason for that. Then this this and this happened. It's like I'm sorry, that's not really. I that doesn't really work. Doesn't justify it. <laughs> no. Still doesn't justify it no or even just like the armenian genocide like mm -hmm. so many people being killed for literally no reason just lined up and just piled in mass graves yeah. like what for why well and i think it's also, and natural disasters yeah for why i mean i understand science so trust me i get natural disasters but like that's where the disconnect for me is the science and and God, like, I do think you can have a, a belief in both at the same time, but we have to understand that, like, God is not as powerful as he's made out to be. And that comment's going to get me a lot of fire. Every time, every time I, like, people talk about God, all I see is Dumbledore. I love that, honestly. Because, like, that's... she got proposed to in a golden snitch it's true i am a true millennial except for i'm a lot of people like i will this is such a side topic but people like to insult me based on if they think i'm gen z or millennial like day to day like so that that's a whole that's okay. a whole other i just topic. had to find out the other day i was like i don't even know what i am what am i she has a whole harry potter tattoo <gasps> yes but like that's that's such a good comparison because dumbledore was like let's leave it to like the children to like solve their issues and well, that's that, he's just like yeah. a, a, a old white guy with a long white beard and a robe and that's just like what i you know yes see well, i try to think of if Dumbledore. i think of god i try to think of god as like uh like kind of like alan like just a really chill super chill human being like does does god poop does he does he take like an he hour TikTok taking a shit it. like most men do like does he what 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 does he do i mean i feel like some people have this ideology that he like sits in the clouds in this like throne with like little computer screens of everyone's life just getting to choose what happens and it it just i he's I not can't... He's, it's like santa Okay, well, that, no, that, that is such a fair. He is like Santa. It's Santa always, and Dumbledore. I've always said that. Not real. I've always <laughs> said Santa and yeah. God have. That's got to be they where Santa came from because it's this person that you yeah. talk about all the time. You never can see him. You never, he's everywhere at once. He's everywhere all at once. He's all loving and but oh, but if you sin, you get cold. You know. Well. 
and I think, but it comes down to the free will conversation too, because I think a lot of Christians would be like, oh, well, God gave us free will and then we can sin like Adam because he ate the apple in the garden or whatever. But it's like, it doesn't make sense. There's a lot of like mental gymnastics and a lot of yeah, like cognitive dissonance. Yeah, it's it's not a free will thing. I mean, we thing. are. Like, well, the, the thing is, they're I basically- to come for me. Like, I know that so many other- like, well, there's a freedom North index. Korea is not free. We are definitely free in that sense. But when it comes to like free will and free yeah. to make your own decisions as a woman and free, like we have not come as far as we need to. Like if people think we've made it, no, we haven't. We Ooh. started from the bottom and we still ain't there. We're not, we're not. We're not, uh, we're not at the bottom, that. but we're not at the top. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're floating somewhere in the middle. We're well, keeping the people. Third world country in a Gucci belt. Keeping. It's <laughs> my favorite thing. I mean, all you have to look true. at is our public so cheap. education like, system. Can we at least be in like a Versace robe? No, we're like a third that's world. The point. I know. <laughs> that's like the, that's yeah. like the point of it. Yeah. <laughs> we have like Gucci foam shoes or something. No. But that's the, America. The, the point yeah, of it is accurate. Gucci belts are cheap, but they're Gucci. So there's people automatically assume they think they go buy a Gucci belt that's going to make them like look classier and better or whatever. That's the point of it being a Gucci belt. Not that it's actually like the price of it. It's, it's what it means sad. to people. You have no idea. It's really embarrassing, actually. And, and we're up here sitting on our pedestals like, we're America! We're the best! <laughs> like waving our flags and screaming. Eagle noises. And then oh! you've got people over here in every other country that are Homeless like, oh, God, this isn't It's like a train wreck. They don't yeah. want to, they don't, they can't look away, but they're like, this is so cringe. Like, yeah, it's like when, like watching like Jersey Shore. What do you, I don't even understand this last question. So you're going to have to read it. Cause I, I just thought it was funny. I literally don't even get it. It's just, he's catching the Holy Spirit the same as being possessed. What do you, we, oh girl, yes. <laughs> literally, yes. Don't get me started on that. Yes, it is. Wait, what is catching the Holy Spirit? Okay, catching the, let me tell you. you let me it? tell you. I got you. Okay, so, <laughs> I'm dead. I've okay, seen so this like, happen in real life and it, it, it is the most insane thing ever. This did not happen at the church I went to, but catching the Holy Spirit, which a lot of churches believe in this, which is actually terrifying oh you're talking about when they throw it at you mm -mm. no like people will literally act and be like oh the holy spirit's like taking over my oh, body oh, speaking in tongues speaking oh, in tongues yeah, i've lay, seen somebody out. speaking it in tongues before nuts. they lay out in the floor and it's they've terrifying. got somebody like catching They're, like, their head having a seizure and, and shit like it's it's worse it's worse than being possessed because i feel like being possessed like that seems like oh if there were demons a demon possesses you like there's sort of a there's a track that you can follow but catching the holy spirit is just like someone going crazy and being like haha like i i <laughs> i caught fine. it i yeah, caught like, it but that was sir a you need a psychiatrist <laughs> stat it's not i mean it's on the same level as being like oh god spoke to me it's like i'm sorry no he did not i'm sorry no no he didn't very sorry that's your own voice in your head Speak yeah you. that one that one was my own that while i was writing these it just kind of came to me i was like you know what it's a great one it's a great I mean, like watching final, people do yeah. that literally is like watching someone be possessed or be unpossessed honestly or something i don't know it's, Whenever it's I insane it was, it was it went on for so long too but I've also seen it in real life. 
I think I was 12 or 13 the first time I saw it, like when my dad was briefly in a Unitarian church, which I thought, number one, I thought that was weird to happen in a Unitarian church to Did begin with. Did you see that new thing they're doing now, though, to like baptize people? They're like dipping a towel in water no and way. throwing it on top of people's head. It literally like smacks you in the face. And then the, then from there, they go to catching the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, you just got smacked in the face with a towel. I'd be swinging. He'd probably have a whiplash or a I'd concussion. Be, that, that pastor would be catching hands because I'd be like, do not ever hit me with a towel. They didn't oh, catch the Holy towel. Spirit. They caught a concussion. Right. I mean, seriously, it looks like it. Can you imagine being like that much into a church that you like smack me with a wet towel? That's that's what it is. Like, you let's smack, do you it. Throw a wet towel at my face. My face is coming off on that towel. <laughs> they just smack me with the towel, and they have no makeup. <laughs> my eyebrows gone. Yeah. Gone. They'd be like, "You really are reborn now." I would You're be reborn. so mad. I would be so mad. Wait, so what mad. about the people that like think they're reborn, like born again virgins? What do we think about that? Oh, that's a really long topic. That's There's what... people that actually believe that? Uh-huh. Well, it's basically, it's like re re-virginizing. It's like you go long enough cel- Without... it w- celibacy that you can, and then you apologize for your sins, and then you re-virginize yourself. Oh, yeah, I've, I've done that like three <laughs> times. I've had a few dry spells. Uh, this is a great, this is actually, you know what? This is a great time to bring up. I had a purity retreat that I had to go to. I'm not kidding you. The shiver of fear that you had to go to or do you chose to go to? That's a long story. Uh, but basically for years, once a year, uh, for a whole weekend, I would be surrounded by a whole bunch of other girls, like close in age to me. And then a bunch of adult leaders and all the adult leaders would be like, you have to be like a submissive, like sweet woman. And if you have sex, you are like, you're you will damaged. Get pregnant and die. Yeah. You'll get pregnant and die. And like, you're a bad person if you have sex. And can you imagine what that would do to like your brain, like pic- picturing your body, picturing your relationship with sex, like all that different stuff. And like, imagine if you I mean, imagine if you had done stuff like before going on those retreats and then just being like, I'm a terrible person now. Like, and then there in the okay, back, like, also like talking about like sexism though, like the guys, do you know what guys retreat was? They go play like laser tag and like do all the fun shit. And mm-hmm. like all the girls were over there like sobbing at their retreat being mm-hmm. like, I'm a terrible having person. Having small group and having yeah. um, the guys were just worship time yeah. and having yeah, like crying and crying and crying. Yeah, we were like sobbing our eyes out at church camp, and then you find out the guys were boys um, were just having a blast, ha- playing pool and you know drinking an energy drinks, and you're like, oh, that's cool, it's cool. chill. Sounds like a really fun, you know. I, I it really sounds like you connected with Christ on that one. Love that for you. <laughs> Love that for you. Wish, wish I could be. We took turns cooking and doing the dishes. So thank Not you. Even kidding. Like, no, like you would have a oh night where you would gosh. cook. Your team would cook, and then you would have a night where your team would do the dishes. And it's like, oh, there was okay. there was a group that would go around to public high schools. There was a group that would go around to public high schools, and they did this thing where 
they'd have a cake and then people would it was like a skit where they would like take a slice of the cake mm-hmm. and that was supposed to be like your I know exactly what you're talking body, about your basically body for every and they would say like every time you've had sex like someone's taking piece. a slice from you that is the stupidest thing mm-hmm. i have maybe it's, not that i've ever heard but like that is one like, of the stupidest things i've ever says heard. like if you give too many of your pieces away you're now empty i've gone through at least five what? cakes <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Were you doing the math on your phone? Yeah. But like then you get all the flavors. So like yeah. <laughs> it's evolutions. I, I I just pick a different cake each time. I'm just not satisfied with it. I just reinvent myself every Gotta cake. try all those flavors. My cake went bad. My cake. <laughs> my cake. Did your cake get moldy? We gotta get you a new cake, no, girl. It burnt. <laughs> it burnt. I got too crispy. Not enough icing. Now I need this metaphor i have no more cake 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 okay all right anyway we love you so much and thank you for hanging in for this super controversial and fun entertaining we mean no harm to anybody and I hope that nobody is offended by this episode because this is just us speaking our truth. Because we actually love and accept everybody. We do. Except I genuinely. For super I, people. I, Fuck those guys. Okay. I mean, F those guys okay. or whatever. I don't know if that's allowed on YouTube. Oh, it's totally fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said Grim Pie a little while ago. It's totally allowed. <laughs> See, we're non judgmental. We're non judgmental. And we accept everybody. And that will mean that we'll. The following messages that we will receive, I'm sure, on our Instagram, we will take them in with such generosity at the fact that you listen to our episode that we will hear you out. We'll have faith. We will have faith. <laughs> I have faith. I have faith in our listeners. <laughs> also, shout out to Walgreens because they told us that that we were their favorite people on the internet. And we've been missing ryan and ryan from walgreens haven't given him a shout out lately so we are gonna come make a tiktok in walgreens again soon but don't worry <laughs> oh my. as always we love you and stand, stand dead, dead.